0: Hello,
1: welcome. I don't know if you can hear the lawnmower behind me, but I've got a lawnmower going on. So I was out saving all of our squash. So sorry I'm I'm late. If you're listening to the recording, you don't know that I'm late. I just I'm here on the recording. So good morning, lonice Yay! I love seeing your face. Uh, thanks for hanging out and waiting for me to hop on. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I'm like, I was, I'm making smudge sticks and I'm making my crystal treasure hunt bags for the shop that I have in town. And Travis turned on the lawnmower and he's like pointing at all these squash that are like in the lawn as he's running over them. I'm like, what I'm going on a Facebook live stuff. <laughs> do... And he's like trying to go into a space where there's like 15 butternut squash and like, spaghetti squash and all the watermelons. I'm like, no, 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 stop. The mower, a love-hate relationship. It gets rid of the tall grass where all the chicks, the tigger, chiggers and ticks hang out. And there's, there's a mosquito like trying to eat me right now. Welcome to summertime in the Midwest. Being from Southern California, I didn't realize how easy I had it for All of those years, for the 33 years that I lived in Southern California, the bugs don't bother you. There's like so much ease. The Midwest, you really like, the people are hearty here because nature just doesn't give a shit. Good morning, Lisa. Hello. Welcome. And Lisa, thank you for, uh, updating. I think it was, correct me if I'm right, Lisa, you just upgraded your, um. Patreon subscription so that you're getting all the goodies now. So thank you. Um, I'm excited to have you get all of that good stuff. Um, If you are um, wanting during what I'm talking about, you can always message me. Uh, Lonise is in the Zoom right now, so you don't see her name in the Facebook, but I can see her face and she's there. And I am so grateful for the women that I get to like interact with each day for this. Yay! So... Um, I put a title in the Facebook just because I was not in my right brain, but we're going to continue on kind of the themes for the past few days. We started with expectations the other day. We went on to really seeing. uh, Lisa said, I did. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I'm so excited um, to hear your feedback as to how these
0: uh, resources help. So
1: we did expectations. Yesterday we did seeing people in our lives as if we have never met them before and the excited response to actually get to know them or actually addressing the shadow response of not even interested in getting to know these people in our life. You know, sometimes like when I first started this seven years ago, my optimism of being able to change the world was very high. Like really, I thought if I create these products, I'm going to work with the world like women from all over the world. Thousands of the millions of them are all going to work with me. And while I have been blessed to be able to work with tens of thousands of people traveling the country, it has not been quite the ideas or visions in my head. And so. Over the years, I've really had to look at how the shadow plays into my own sabotage, my own challenges, my own aspects, and so this leads us to forgiveness, and I want to start off of really sharing what forgiveness is not, and that should have been the title of today's Facebook Live, um, because this is really important realizing and recognizing what forgiveness is and what forgiveness is not often gets people hung up on being able to forgive. Forgiveness is never about the other. Forgiveness is never about anybody else except for ourselves. And this is really important and vital knowing. So I'm going to read a little excerpt from the workbook that this came from. I wrote this. Um, again, all of these workbooks that I'm going to be reading and doing these exercises from good morning, Sandy from West Yellowstone. Um, I know I miss you all too. I, I was really like grumpy yesterday, realizing that I'm not at West Yellowstone right now. And really having to do a lot of gratitude work about being here and being present and having a garden and animals. And so I miss you so much and everybody there, Sandy. So know that I, my heart is there, at least a portion of it is there right now. So forgiveness work is releasing people to do and be whoever they want to be in any given moment. I have the choice to learn from those lessons and surround myself with support. Forgiveness is not letting the other person off the hook. It is releasing the person so you can move on. And never having to relive the experience again. So integrating the lessons through timeline therapy or other techniques to really move through and not meeting those types of experiences in our life. When we hold on to grudges, resentments and refuse to forgive, we are also holding on to the very person that we no longer want to hold on to. When we hold on to grudges, resentments, and do not forgive, we are actually keeping the person, the very person that we do not want those experiences in our lives, we're actually chaining them up to us, creating a connection and a bond to us. So this is experientially too, if you think about maybe some of the actions of your partner that drive you crazy, that you just like, as soon as they start doing it, that resentment, that anger, that frustration, that rage of like, you're doing this again. Why do I have to do this? When we do not forgive those experiences, we actually lock them up in our bodies And this was such a vital component for my brain to understand that when I get mad at say when my husband drinks and he said for years and years, I'm never going to drink again. Right. I know a lot of the people in here can resonate in some form or another to this statement. And so when he would pick up a beer and I hear that click of the beer, oh, my skin would just boil. Like I would become so angry that I'm like, you said you weren't going to do this again. I cannot believe you're doing this again. I know the cycle. I live the cycle, right? When I truly released that behavior, that that is his behavior and my reaction to his behavior is what is causing me harm. His behavior is not causing me harm because I can remove myself. I can remove my kids. Like if I don't want to be around it, I can choose to be somewhere else but my reaction and my response to his behavior was causing me physical, experiential, bodily trauma.
0: So how often do
1: we actually need to forgive ourselves, not the other, because others' behaviors are others' behaviors. It's a very sneaky, codependent thing to take others' behaviors and to blame them for their behaviors because I should be able to control them. And when we cannot control them, we suddenly recognize that we want to blame the other, right? But again, going in and doing the forgiveness work of I am so sorry, me, I am so sorry to myself. For reacting over and over and over in the same way because I didn't have any other ways to cope with the situation, because I couldn't communicate my needs, because I didn't know how to remove myself, because I wasn't able to have a good boundary, right? All of these aspects of really allowing for ourselves to forgive ourselves and then unhook from our hearts. It's very similar to a solar plexus cord cutting but unhooking from our hearts the investment that we have in other people's behavior. This is so important. And, I, and I'm really starting to grasp this in a new way, how vital it is that when we connect in our heart space to the behaviors of others without actually having a good boundary. And Lonise brought up an incredible point the other day as to what is a boundary versus what is an expectation. Huge, mind-blowing, like, whoa, like we have such issues with boundaries already. And then we're introducing our expectations into those and going, are our expectations meeting any needs or are they just a way to control others? And it's so uncomfortable for us to address our own needs because this was something that we were actually punished for as children for being too much, for being too loud, for being too emotional. We were not able to express our needs as children. So when we do that, we automatically turn to trying to control the other versus expressing a need. So I love that she gave that differentiation of, is this an expectation or is this a form of control? You know what I mean? Or is this an actual healthy boundary that is going to meet my needs? And so, um, good morning, Julie. Welcome, welcome. So, this is so vital to create space around to realize that forgiveness is just us releasing our own stuff. It has nothing to do with anybody else. It has nothing to do with our... It has everything to do with how we react to things and nothing to do with how we are as humans. We have programs, so we have to learn new coping skills. So there is this aspect, the next aspect in the workbook is the universe, God, goddess the divine spirit finally gets to fill us up with different experiences we choose those new experiences still based on our thoughts just as our words are powerful so are our thoughts take a moment and forgive yourself for all the things that you do not like about your current situation because in our current situation we have manifested in some form or another through our programming through our experiences through our reactions through other people that we pull into our lives, through things that we don't want to experience. And so take a moment to allow for yourself to release and forgive anything that is in the current situation that is not working for you. Release all that should have, could have, would have in this instant. And so what's nice about this is it's a very easy way to do, I see me some in the background running around. I think like chaos just emerged. I <laughs> said, <So, laughs> "Are you okay? Is everything okay?" Oh my goodness! <laughs> I forgot about Trash Day. <laughs> I know that day. I was like, something just like she's. Forgive yourself for not having the rhythm down of Trash Day, right? <laughs> it's so perfect. <laughs> Yes, I know. I remember being in the mountain, being like ah! running to the end of the road to like <laughs> take the trash. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I love doing EFT for this specifically because it reprograms our body, mind and spirit in a way that just is really quick and easy. So, uh, top of the head, we start with, with
0: EFT. Um,
1: I like, I said, I made a statement. Okay, here we go, top of the head. I forgive, and let's use our own name for this. And it's, we're gonna do it twice, okay? I forgive Stephanie, and just put your own name
0: in. Eyebrow, right at the inside of the eyebrow on the bone right here. For
1: sabotaging the things that don't need to be sabotaged. Put in whatever specific situation or experience that you would like to forgive yourself for here.
0: Outside of the eye, right here on the indent. And I release myself completely. Under the eye, right on the bone, allowing myself more room. Under the nose love. On the indent of the chin right here, peace. And under the collarbone right here, and joy. And then we're going to ask forgiveness for the next one. So top of the head, I ask for forgiveness from myself. for allowing the sabotage to even happen. Side of the eye, I am willing and able to release all feelings. Under the eye, emotions, and be able to express them deeply. Under the nose, I release this experience fully from my body. On the chin, I release this experience fully from my spirit. uh, Collarbone, I release this experience so that it can be reprogrammed. And then under the arm, right on like where the bra line is, I allow for this experience to be fully integrated now. And so going through, taking a breath,
1: realizing that the ability to forgive yourself is the most important part of forgiveness. It is not about the other, it never has been. This journey is never about the other. And that became very clear to me that when Goddess said to me, you are to do this journey, this 30 days of moon magic for yourself. This is not for anybody else but yourself. And I was like, how can I say, I can't do this for me. I have to do it for other people. And yet when I've shifted and really done the work for myself and shared from that place, I'm finding that others are having more,
0: they're finding it better, right? It's not me teaching. I'm not
1: here teaching. I'm not here giving, being the guru because that's never who and what I've ever been. And yet I've always been such a people pleaser that everything that I always did and created was always for the other. And so I'm finding that the intimacy that I'm having with the women who are in this space is so much deeper and richer because I'm sharing not as a teacher, but sharing as from my own heart. And so I want to offer that to you as well. What if you truly lived for yourself? And it sounds and feels so incredibly selfish to us people pleasers. Yet there's some forgiveness work that needs to happen around
0: constantly living for others.
1: And I was having a conversation with my sister yesterday. And she brought up the fact that being raised in the church, we are raised to be mothers and wives. And those are our roles. Like that is what is expected of us. And so as we branch out from those roles, the programming, like I had a baby, a dolly baby attached to me and I was baby wearing from the time I was four. Like I was indoctrinated to be a mother. And yes, I mean, my whole thing is magical mothering. I think there was more to it, but it was so appropriate. Like, oh, and yet you can't have a baby until you get married. And so I had to get married because I had to be a mother. There wasn't a separation of like, you have to be a good wife if you want to be a mother. And so what kind of aspects do you need to forgive the indoctrination and then forgive yourself? Forgive the programming that we are meant to live for everybody else in our lives and see if the forgiveness can shift something that you can create healthy boundaries and space for yourself to truly start living day by day, at least fulfilling your own needs, and then being able to integrate. So something that I'm going to do, I'm, I'm giving you an example. Yesterday, I was just off. I was really agitated. Uh, part of it was really missing West Yellowstone. There's all these amazing friends and, um, that are there, and we've been there the past four years. And um, knowing that we weren't going this year, I realized that there was just a lot of agitation happening. I, um, there was just stuff, right? Like one thing on top of another, there was just like stuff building up. And my sister was like, you sound really agitated. Usually I'm the one who's like, well, try to be more mindful, you know? And she, she like totally called me out on it. And I was like, oh, thank you. Like I wasn't even aware. So I asked the kids if they wanted to come on a walk with me to go collect herbs, because I needed to go on a walk and go connect with the plants. Like I needed to go get grounded. And so Skyann didn't want to, Zion came with me and when he realized that it was gonna be this tediously slow walk of sitting with the plants and feeling the plants and touching a plant and seeing which one I wanted and seeing if anyone wanted to come and have medicine making with me, He was like, all right, I'm going back. Have fun on your walk. And it was just so wonderful because I expressed the need that I had. I invited the other, but they didn't want to do it in the way that I wanted to. And I wasn't going to be rushed. And it was so funny because the cat ended up following me and the cat doesn't like going on long walks. So she got a little way and she started going. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing this walk for you. If you shouldn't have come with me, if you didn't want to walk, stop following (laughs) me. And it was like, I'm not giving in to the cat, not wanting to go on a walk and I'm not gonna give myself up. I'm not gonna give up my needs for another. And I would have in the past, I would have been like, oh, the cat's tired, come on. We'll go back, right? And so I ended up going on another walk down to the creek, down to our creek area and cleaning out the spring and like harvesting down there. And I just got a chance to share and really express my needs, not in a way of like, I need time, right? Which is how it sometimes comes out of like, I need time by myself, I need to go harvest, or I need to just give me space, right? This came out as an invitation and they didn't wanna do it the way that I was going to do it. So they were able to like make their own choice. And I didn't have to push anybody away, which is what I sometimes do when I need space. I was able to create space for myself and then invite them into those circumstances, not the other way around, not construing circumstances to make them feel comfortable and rushing and walking really fast. So just that shift, I hope that helps in some way because I think there's a lot of times that we try to do things for ourselves and still end up trying to make the circumstances better for others in the process. So, um, forgiveness. I, I love forgiveness work because I feel like it unravels so much. So I'm going to sit with this today and really create some, uh, specific situations and you can use other people's names in these. Absolutely. So first forgive the other person's name and the specific situation, and then forgive yourself for, um, like experiencing it pretty much. So um, I ask forgiveness from, so you forgive the person, you ask forgiveness from that person, and then you forgive yourself for that specific situation as well. So you can do this from the form of the other, or you can completely leave out the other and just allow yourself forgiveness for each of these situations. And just literally imagine that you're pulling this other person and situation out of your heart space, cutting it off and releasing it. You do not need to hold on to these situations anymore, especially things that are heartbreaking. Um, And I think that is so often we hold on to these heartbreaking situations. And I know Lonise, you know, so Lonise specifically, I would love to hear how you kind of pull out from your heart space what has been going on and how that looks and feels for you. So if you feel like sharing any of that in discord, I would love to hear your experience of this specifically because it's so fresh, it's so fresh. And so I'm, I'm also talking about grief. How can we actually forgive the other for leaving us? Forgive, like I have grief, so much grief, 15 years still after my dad died. And so I know that I need to do some forgiveness work of him leaving. And only recently did I have a dream of my life, if he was still here, and how different it would have been. And I met children that I would have had if he wasn't here, I was not in the situation that I am. And I was able to have gratitude for him giving me an opportunity of a a completely different life. And so but that took 15 years. And so there is so much forgiveness work around grief because they're not here to explain themselves. They're not here to explain to us anymore. And so forgiving the people that we have lost and that are no longer with us and then forgiving ourselves and allowing ourselves to be set free so that we can truly connect with them so that we can truly connect and be with them in spirit and, see their messages, hear their voices, be so clearly. Because again, for me being a woo-woo, the forgiveness aspect is what actually, once I forgave him, I could feel his presence so much stronger. And it was my resentment and my hurt and my grief that were actually keeping him from getting his messages in as clearly as they could have been. So they're just on the other side, and it's so hard to not have them physically here, especially with the kids not having a physical grandfather, but I just want to encourage that the process is an unraveling process. So I appreciate you being here. And I thank you and know that this is a continued hug and support for your journey as this is nowhere close to being done. So know that I'm here. So Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for creating this space. Hello, Veronica, welcome. Um, So if you wanna watch the replay, we were talking about forgiveness and what it is not and what it is. So I hope you have a magical day and I will see you all tomorrow. And today is the first quarter moon. Didn't mention that in all the craziness that was happening. First quarter moon today, so we are now revving up to get into action. So if you've been a little sluggish with this waxing crescent moon, really put on your like big girl panties and like jump into action because this is the time to do it. Okay? All right. So if anything, it's just doing the forgiveness work and really getting into it, really creating space for it, releasing all of those energies and creating a fresh pathway, whatever that pathway is. So thank you so much. I will see you all soon.